get ready to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration Podcast. You are listening to M. Curtis McCoy, best-selling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. Roman Prokopchuk is a first-generation immigrant from Lviv, Ukraine. Roman founded Nova Zora Digital in 2012, a full-service digital marketing agency where he has helped clients like celebrity chef Robert Irvine reach success through online digital marketing. Roman also started the Digital Savage Experience podcast, where he interviews industry leaders, athletes, authors, and anyone with motivational journeys to learn from their experiences. Roman and his wife became foster parents in June 2018. Since then, they've had nine foster kids in their home. Roman tries to help anyone he can gain value from his life experience. I was just reading some of your background. You're, you've got, you've had uh, nine foster kids that you've helped. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's ten. Um, so that's, I mean, I don't mind getting as personal as possible because I've shared it on many interviews. Me and my my wife have been um, doing like infertility treatments for the last three years, and as a result, I've paid like eighty thousand dollars out of pocket for that, but. The unfortunate thing, we've had five miscarriages in that period of time, wow. uh, two of which were on back-to-back Christmases, was which was pretty depressing. But um, as a result, we're still trying, but we said, you know, we can possibly help other kids. Um, so we're doing foster to adopt. Um, like one kind of setback thing was we got licensed in June 2018, and then uh, we had our first placement, two boys, uh, 17 months and three years old, they were with us for a year. We thought we were going to adopt them and they ended up getting reunified three months ago. So, I mean, that was hard. We've had some um, like short-term placements, emergency placements. And three weeks ago, we got our first long-term, you know, set of siblings since, you know, they went back to their biological parents. So at this point it's 10, but uh, yeah, they go in and go out sometimes very quickly and some are long-term, but yeah, it's, kind of rewarding and it's interesting balancing with the podcast doing interviews my business and that as well so yeah that's uh i'm sorry to hear about the miscarriages but that's amazing that you guys have been able to be a blessing in 10 separate kids lives because of that so yeah it's definitely rewarding it like puts your uh, life and priorities definitely in perspective that's awesome um yeah there's a lot of as i was just gathering information on you when we were getting ready for the podcast Pretty excited about the. Uh, you're a lot like I am. It sounds like doing stuff that stepping on doing stuff that makes you uncomfortable. Talking about skydiving and swimming with sharks and. Yeah, stuff. I mean, I hate heights, and uh, it was basically one of those like bet things on my birthday. So like a bunch of my friends just started talking crap, like, "Oh, you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it." So I'm like, "All right, whatever. You you dare me to do it, I'll do it." And it's funny the people that dared me. Then I said, like, do you want to go another time? And they're like, no, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So it's like, I mean, it was definitely. I don't know if I would do it again because it's, I fly a lot, and I, I'm, I basically envision myself crashing every time I get on a plane. That's how much anxiety I have. And I still fly. We flew a lot, um, like to get our mind off of the boys. And we had a family reunion in Hawaii. My wife's family's from Hawaii. So flying from from New Jersey to to Vegas, making a layover to visit her dad, then going to L.A., L.A., 
to Hawaii and then the back trip. And then I was at a podcast conference last year. So back and forth, I mean, last month, I'm sorry, to um, Florida. So and the shark thing my wife wanted to do and she ended up getting seasick. So I had to like document it all and hold the GoPro and all that. But oh, man, that's funny. I I love people that step out, though, and and do things that are out of their comfort zone. And it's uh, that's a huge, huge thing that successful people do you'll see them everybody's pushing their boundaries and yeah i think that's where like the most growth happens too so it's awesome because if not you're going to be complacent and and never really uh probably regret it you know years down the line i should have did this like in terms of starting something or conquering your fear in that sense also yeah that's awesome what is your what's your personal definition of success uh, it's basically, you know, giving back and, uh, having a legacy. So I mean, I, the last, I guess, two, three years, I've been trying to be focused more on kind of giving back and letting that speak for itself and, uh, not really selling like a product or a service. But if somebody has a question on social media or whatever, I'm more than happy. I give a lot of like my free time pro bono work to work with different nonprofits and stuff. So I think kind of just giving that or laying that legacy and helping other people and hopefully they kind of reciprocate it down the line and obviously being remembered for that is I think, uh, you know, when you're remembered favorably or remembered in general, whenever you, you know, move on and, you know, pass away, that's that that's what makes you kind of live on in other people's kind of minds and hearts. That's awesome. Um, and is that. Do you incorporate that in your business that it's Nova Zora is digital, right? Did I say that correctly? Yep. I mean, I, I try, I mean, I, I try to work with, um, with clients and, and companies that kind of share the same vision and, uh, people that are, you know, looking to scam other people or, or get ahead in a certain way. We may not mesh professionally. So kind of myself and having a company I work with as an extension of who I am and who my business is. That's cool. Um, can you share the steps that you take daily to improve? Yeah, sure. Um, I think I wake up. Obviously, I have uh, foster kids, so it's it involves taking them to daycare. But when I get back and take care of some other stuff, because I work remotely most of the time from my home office, basically uh, have a, a vision board kind of and uh, trying to manifest things that I have in terms of goals or places I want to reach. And then the steps that I need to take and where, where am I in those steps? Also trying to learn at least one thing a day, something new or something that I may want to get into. Let's say like real estate investment or, you know, something in terms of different companies for stock trading or, you know, the hot thing is crypto, although it's all over the place now. Just kind of reading up on things and being at least, um, you know, fluent in that if I get into something or if I need something done for my company or need to outsource it, I at least know kind of the framework. So I understand what people are doing and if they are uh, doing it correctly and read as well. I mean, I tend to uh, listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks as I kind of work. So I consume that content as much as I can and uh, kind of write down the main points and then go back and revisit it at a later date. That's awesome. I do a lot of podcasts and audiobooks, and I think that's a huge, huge thing to help out with just constantly bringing in new new information and learning. Yeah, I think without it, you kind of get complacent. And <clears throat> uh, I think a lot of people, whether they work for themselves or another company, they feel like maybe they get to a place and they don't need to learn more, you know, a senior role or an executive role. 
And I think constantly learning and redefining yourself, you avoid being complacent and you still stay hungry in that sense. What is your advice for someone making an important decision? Uh, I think to um, sit down and really think about it. Obviously, something or some, you know, life decisions are really uh, important things you have to make on the fly. But if you do have the time, kind of evaluate, you know, the pros and cons or think about think about it rationally, because a lot of decisions in the moment are driven by emotion. So taking out the emotion out of the equation and basically, you know, evaluating it from kind of a, a, a data, you know, a strictly you know, disconnected kind of of emotion manner to uh, make the right decision because a lot of the time and having the emotional IQ to do so and kind of reevaluate, you know, how it's going to affect someone else, how it's going to affect you. So kind of having a uh, well-rounded thought of um, decision and not kind of jumping the gun, if you will. Okay. Can you tell me about a specific moment that set you on the path of where you are now? Yeah, I think uh, getting into digital marketing so I basically graduated in 2008 from uh, Rutgers University with a degree in criminal justice, prior to which I interned with the Secret Service on the counterfeit currency squad. I had a top secret clearance, which was awesome and cool as a college student. But uh, I graduated when the economy basically tanked. So people with degrees higher than me couldn't find a job. So I was looking for jobs you know, in criminal justice. But the government basically froze funds. So state, local and federal agencies, you know, put a hiring freeze. I couldn't find anything. I was kind of down, depressed at that point for months and months looking for a job. So all I really did to stay sane was go to the gym daily. And that kind of kept me on the right path. And there was people at the gym. One person basically, you know, saw I had, you know, potential and was hungry and knew I, I didn't have a job at the moment. And then he said, you know, come out to my car. Let me give you something. He gave me a packet uh, about search engine optimization. And then from there, I, I read it and he said, take a month or two, read it and you can jump in and do kind of digital marketing for my company. So I read that packet, read everything else I could online about search engine optimization and other digital marketing disciplines. And then from there, basically, that's where I got my start in digital marketing. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a that's a, a big jump going from criminal justice to to searching job optimization. But sounds like you've been very successful in your, in your company that you built because of that. Yeah, I mean, I worked for a lot of companies as well. I've been in a lot of director roles, worked with a lot of Fortune 500 companies and on their accounts, and basically trying to diversify thinking about that search engine optimization. Well, you should know something that's kind of your pillar of knowledge but also know the ecosystem. So then I learned social media. It was still in its infancy, uh, paid social, paid search, uh, content strategy, and kind of the whole gamut of digital marketing and uh, became a more well-rounded digital marketing as a uh, digital marketer as a result. That's great. Uh, if you could recommend one book for our audience, what would that be? Follow M. Curtis McCoy on Amazon, Kindle, Audible, or connect with him on your favorite social media platform to be the first to know about his next book release. Uh, a book I personally read um, is Crushing It by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, some people like him, some people don't. But uh, I take the digital marketing advice he gives over that kind of motivational, you know, advice he usually does in his keynotes, which is great as well. But there's a lot of hidden gems a lot of the time in what he's saying if you just listen. 
And it's great because a lot of uh, case studies or are in that book in terms of how people applied some of the things that he's mentioned over the years. And I think it was just kind of well-rounded uh, digital marketing focused uh, book. Okay. What character traits do you value the most in others? Uh, I think, yeah, I think honesty. Um, I, <laughs> I've turned down a lot of stuff in terms of business and uh, different, you know, high profile relationships uh, in terms of kind of networking and friendships that, you know, didn't align with who I am and it wouldn't be uh genuine if I kind of took that business or, you know, made those connections. So I think honesty and integrity and um, basically just being a trustworthy person that kind of does what he says, because there's a lot of people you meet oftentimes, especially when you network or at a conference that, you know, you small talk, okay, we'll connect or, you know, I'm going to make this introduction or do this or do that and never follow through. So I think someone that kind of uh, delivers on their word I think is one of the most important things that I think I have and that I value in other people. Okay. And you, uh, you talked about this a little bit earlier, uh, you know, before the show started here, but how do you push through worst times? Or how do you push through tough times? Uh, I think with the <clears throat> network around me and then just having a positive focus, people are always talking about positivity and, uh, you know, drive on podcasts, interviews, but, as I've said on other interviews, there's no one that's 100% uh, positive or focused, you know, 100% of the time. So regardless of, you know, what you see in social media about someone or, you know, what they portray, those people have hard times as well and often fall and, you know, lose their motivation. But it's kind of getting back on track as fast as possible and uh, leaning on your, you know, support system. You know, some people don't have, you know, close family members. Some people lean on friends. So whoever you have um, around you, don't be afraid to share what you're going through and not hold it in. Because I know in terms of kind of uh, the startup scene and uh, entrepreneurialism and kind of the, the tech industry, there's a lot of founders that often struggle with depression and don't really say a lot to people or say anything about it. And there's a high rate of, you know, suicide in those you know situations as well. So I think it's important to if something is bothering you, share it. And, uh, you know, be vulnerable in that sense. Okay, that's great advice. What, in, what inspires you? Uh, I think uh, my family, my friends, obviously we spoke about uh, me fostering. So the foster kids that, you know, stay in my home if they stay for a day, a week, a year, a month, whatever, um, being a great example. I think a lot of people, you know, kind of outweigh being an example or a role model. Some people don't want to be it. But I think as adults, other people look at us, whether it's colleagues or, you know, kids, your kids, you know, kids in your, you know, children's class, you know, teams you coach, you're constantly, you know, giving off a, a reputation and kind of a aura and the energy that you're putting out. So basically putting out positive energy and having other people kind of see that and benefit people in that way and uh, having that support system around you and, and providing for them and seeing uh, kind of them grow and flourish with you. Okay. How do you manage and prioritize opportunities? I mean, oftentimes it's hard with when you're trying to manage, you know, family, friends, fostering, you know, podcasting, blogging, interviews and everything else uh, in between. So kind of setting a priority, what's important to you, you know, what 
arises, if it's a business opportunity or something in the family that's important, regardless of what it is, I'll drop anything. If there's an emergency with the family, obviously that supersedes anything from, you know, personal, uh, like, you know, a hobby or professional life. But in terms of uh, business, uh, basically prioritizing what's going to add the, the, the most value uh, in terms of growth or uh, opportunity. And if possible, uh, automating or, you know, getting things off my plate that aren't, you know, necessarily important to like the overall growth of, you know, a project or the company um, and focusing on the things that kind of really move the needle. Okay, perfect. What advice would you give to your 18 year old self? To uh, listen <clears throat> and not kind of jump to uh, conclusions and and. At 18, obviously, you don't have the uh, emotional IQ built up over time from the experiences you've, you know, had as you grow older. At this point, last month, I turned 35, which is crazy. Um, and, and, you know, thinking about it from my perspective, it's, you know, another lifetime from 18. But uh, not being quick to jump to conclusions and thinking about the other party. So if you're in an office or you know, you're remote and you're dealing with somebody, you may be upset that they didn't do something or do something correctly or whatever the situation is. Step back from the situation and think about that they may be going through something personal or otherwise that's causing that and see if you can help or just be a support in that sense and maybe resolve what the issue is. So kind of stop thinking about, you know, your actions before you actually do them and, and not be necessarily driven by emotion in that sense, but really evaluate what's going on or if you should be reacting the way you're reacting in that moment. Perfect. That's, that's some uh, great insight you shared. What, what are some great, or what are good ways that people can get a hold of you on social media? You know, if they're interested in your digital marketing services or what's the best, people, what's the best way for people to contact you? Yep. So, I mean, I'm on every social platform. So, um, Roman Prokopchuk on Instagram, Novazora Digital, uh, or Digital Savage Experience is my podcast. So any of those on any platform, really, um, you can find me LinkedIn. I have a pretty strong presence, uh, both personal and my podcast. So if you want to connect with me or send me a message or have any questions about digital marketing or you feel like you're a good fit to come on as a guest, you can always, you know, shoot me an email and I'll be uh, happy to connect. Perfect, Roman. I'll send you a, uh, I'll, I'll connect you with you on LinkedIn and some other places where I know we're already connected on Facebook and those areas, but, um, and I'll also send you the show, you know, the Facebook and, and YouTube and all the links for our, for the podcast today. So I no, that's great. Time. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. And head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.